It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Welcome, welcome! <coughs> Sorry, mic discipline. Come one, come all. Papers, papers, read all about it. That's what we are. That's what the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast is. We got our suspenders. We're hopping off curbs, singing about New York City. Papers, papers. Hey, you want the real news? You come to Hats Off, Gloves Off. Listen here, Sonny. Yeah, we don't do enough singing. And we, we got to get Christian Bale on the pod. Well, Spencer, I don't, don't reveal that we have Hats Off, Gloves Off, the musical in the works. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. I'm Mitchell Phillips. That's Spencer Callender. As always, this is Hogo Pod at Hogo Pod. Hats off, gloves off. Hats off to those who deserve it. Gloves off to those who deserve it. Pats on the back, pats on the fanny, finger point and finger blast in the yin and yang of podcasts. Podcast? Pong. Yeah, we're also playing ping pong. Uh, the, <laughs> we're innovators, folks. We're adding layers to the pod week by week, singing ping pong players who deliver the news to you. And where do the ping pong balls come from? Tibetan ladies' pussy. I, I was, I was wondering. I was, <laughs> I, w- I was gonna go. Yeah, say are, are the ping pong shooting out of a coochie. Did we add a boing to the list? No, not yet. All right. I would like to go to a top uh, of the board an event. I've I've never seen like vaginal tricks in person. Really? Yeah. Uh, I've attempted my own. You yeah you you put them in. Yeah, you try to blow air up there. Or... <laughs> <laughs> You want to see how deep it? You just check it out, you know. <laughs> you just open her up, kick the tires. Little exploring. <laughs> you want to see the rest of the cavern? Yeah, I throw on my fedora and my whip, and I see what's going on inside. But yeah, I would like to see a, a vaginal trick event. Yeah, it'd be nice, but unfortunately, I mean, I'm sure they happen in this city, but I don't want to be there. It's like dudes wearing like smoking jackets with it's, like cigar it does holders. Seem like a thing. Like I, I want to go see it in like Mexico. Yeah, I was thinking. You'd, you'd like Germany or Russia or something. Yeah. That's where you'd want to see it. Because I did see a video of a girl. It was just it was just basic magic. It was it was a bummer. I just went to a magic show last week and a guy did this trick and I was very unimpressed because <laughs> I had just seen a video of a woman in Russia do the same thing but with her vagina. What was Instead the trick? Of, it was she was pulling razors out of her mouth. You know how they? It's like I swallow ten razors yeah. and then they come out on a string. Yeah, it's kind of a classic trick. Well, I saw a woman in a video. Pull it out of her coochie. Way more impressive. That yeah, and also, I don't know. The science is on her side. So is the market, man. You just you cut your your vagina practice in that one. They literally make a device s- simply to stop blood flow in the vagina. It's a tampon, folks. <laughs> and if you don't like the penetration, just throw a maxi pad. Well, that might be, that might be how she does the trick. You know, she uh, puts a tampon in. Oh, that's true. Preloaded with razor blades. Yeah, it's like she has to she has to stuff her vagina like a revolutionary era fucking musket. <laughs> She's got a she she dumps a bunch of cotton in her twat and then <laughs> loads it with like gunpowder out of a horn. Well, hopefully, and then she a... loads the razor blades and then she shoots it out of her twat and it makes a smiley face with razor blades on the wall. I, I will see that show. Yeah, I, I hope that she's successful enough to have someone stuff her. <laughs> it's way more embarrassing if you're just laying on your back and someone walks in while you just have a big stick and you're just tamping gunpowder <laughs> down and razor blades. Yeah, Seems you only classier got... to have someone do it for you. Ooh, like an assistant. Yeah, like a big Russian mute guy. Little drummer boy. Yeah, I'm just imagining like a really large man who can't talk. Oh yeah, like a gimp figure, like eight millimeter. They got the uh, the machine that just the the guy who murders just wears a mask. I thought as a cage fan, you'd pick I up... didn't get to finish it because I started that on New Year's Eve. Went back, went out to a party, came home to finish it, and it was taken off at midnight. So that's how my New Year's started. Eight millimeter getting pulled away from me, and I was only like twenty seven minutes in. Oh, it's on Hulu. All right, I don't know what to tell you. Make no excuses. You know what they say. Winners make do. Losers make excuses. <laughs> this is how it's off. No more cage excuses out of any out of me. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm putting together a list, and if you're not, you don't pass the quiz next week. Um, let's see. I'll kick it off. Hats off to you, sir. All right, this one is a. Uh, 
Just a classic. Did we get a dumb criminal drop yet? Yeah, second column down. Second, second column down, baby. I don't know what to do. So it wasn't you. All right. Am I under arrest? Y'all are going to jail. Period. You're going to jail. <laughs> Stepping up the production on hats off, gloves off, baby. Brand new drops for you. So a woman in Dublin, California, which is apparently just like just east of Oakland. It's just one of those, you know, Bay Area, but really it's like you live in farmland. Stop trying to, you know. But uh, originally it was like just... Oh, dump- you mean like what you do with Tehachapi? Where you're like, yeah, I'm like right by L.A. We're pretty much L.A. Yeah. Well, when you're talking about the scale I travel, I'm basically <laughs> Mr. Worldwide, right? Yeah. So people I'm talking Mr. to... Worldwide, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, where are you from? I'm not going to go, well, it's like two hours northeast of fucking Los Angeles. It's, just, ah, it's L.A., basically. Yeah, playing those games gets tough because you get away with it for a lot of time. I've done that, like, yeah, I'm from L.A., I'm from L.A., and then you say that to a local, they're like, you're from Long Beach. You're not from L.A. Well, also, and then they get all fired yeah. up. Like, oh, so <laughs> yeah. I'm in the county, uh, so that you're saying the valley? The yeah. Valley? Anyway. Well, it's also different because, like, I grew up, you know, I, my dad lived in Santa Clarita, I've been. I'm very familiar with the valley. I went, came to Hollywood and the beach. You know, they're accessible. We're in the same sphere. But when people are like, "Oh, I'm from Chicago," and you find out they're actually from like Indiana, it's like come, that's not even the same state, man. Yeah, you find that out. Yeah, because everyone will say, "Yeah, I'm." There are like four guys from Philly, and then you'll hear him. Oh no, he's from the suburbs outside of here. No, I'm the only one from real Philly. I'm. The- <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yo, I'm the only one from. Oh, real the, the three comics shit. from Philly. Yo, I'm really out there in Philly, pussy popping and shit. The uh, so this lady she shows up in Dublin, California, to court for stealing a car. So she's got a court date. They caught her with a stolen car. She's got a court date. They release her on bond. She shows up to her court date in another stolen car. Hell yeah, <laughs> bad to the bone. <laughs> Was it a cooler stolen car? It was not. I have to assume it wasn't, because it doesn't specify the first vehicle, but the second vehicle was a late 90s minivan. Oh. So this is how she was caught. She shows up, also 41, get your life together, or just die. You're 41, Grand and Theft this is- Auto at 41 uh, rough. Dude, my fucking, uh, <laughs> my friends growing up, uh, their mom was a real hooligan. She'd like just got come in and out and do whatever. But uh, one time, <laughs> I guess she like stole their dad's car in the past. So he like went to work, but he took the wheel off his car because he had to leave it at home, so she couldn't steal their car. Oh, like the bike wheel. He's yeah. just a handy guy. He just took the steering wheel off his fucking Mitsubishi or whatever, and then <laughs> so she took a pair of vice grips and stole the car. She just locked the vice grips onto the oh, steering column. Steered sketchily and just steered. A pair of fucking vice grips stole the goddamn car. That's cool that she knew to use vice grips. I think. Uh, oh yeah, you'd have been in a real world of hurt. You using like channel locks, and then they come apart on you. Well, that's what I'm thinking. As you're driving, you now you're trying to just stir, right trying to off. grab that bolt, just fucking on the. Freeway. I'm getting so much anxiety just thinking about that. Just uh, the idea of just steering that, yeah, with your hand. Just, <laughs> like I can't. Is there a towel or something? Um. Yeah, you're just w- furiously wiping your palms on the, your thighs, just trying to dry them off so you can grip this bolt. I'm it's impressed by this. It's just the world's gnarliest ca- jar of pickles you've ever had to open. <laughs> I like this lady. Like the there was in high school, this guy drove to get more beer with a stick shift while playing Edward Forty Hands, and that was that's kind of oh know, that's that was fucking legendary. Rad. Where I think he just kind of like got his could get like a couple fingers out and was shifting. Wait, was, were you guys in high school and he was like 26? No. One of those guys? Because that's who I'm picturing. No, we had those guys for sure. But uh, no, this guy was our age. He he had a fake ID that was just a piece of paper he printed himself. And his move was he just would refuse to remove it from the part of his wallet. You know, he would show the ID. And if they say, take it out, he would just go, no, and keep it. <laughs> the smartest fake ID move I've heard. That's not bad. Um. So this lady, she pulls up. This is how she was discovered, right? The cops... The guy's just doing his thing, like walking around the courthouse, and he realizes there's a vehicle that's like all little, just it's got to be suspect looking, a little banged up late 90s minivan. So he just looks in the window that's down, and there's just the uh, the ignition is just, it just says the ignition is punched, which is, it's like, come on. We located a stolen van unoccupied and with the ignition punched. It's like, don't drop lingo on me. 
In the parking lot of the East yeah, County Hall of Justice. We all know Hot Wired. Yeah, come on. It sounds cooler. Well, when you say punched, I'm thinking there's like a screwdriver sticking in it. That's that's my visual, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll reach out to the Slim Jim community and see what if I can redefine my uh, my imagination here. So they basically just staked out the car. The guy just like walked 50 feet away, I imagine. He's like, whoever's, right. just dumb enough, whoever's dumb enough to drive a stolen car to fucking court. He just literally probably just walked like 15 feet away, had a sandwich. And he just waited for him to show up. I feel like at certain point, I mean, I feel like I'm dumb enough to do all those moves, except I would just park it like a grocery store near the court and walk a quarter mile. That that would be mm-hmm. the move. Even uh, when I used to have to go to court, I wouldn't even like to park. My car was my, it was my car. I would still like park down the street and like a, in a restaurant parking lot. Like I'm not I'm not pulling out of this place court full of cops. Oh, yeah. Are you crazy? No, it's. There's also, like, by fourth wall, NoHo, you're right next to that police station. And it's like, oh, I'll park my car out in front of here. Like, what are the odds that someone's going to break into a car? And then some, I just saw glass. Like, as I'm having this thought, there's just a broken-in window on one of those, like, lived-in <laughs> cars. I'm like, I hope that guy just lives in his car and it's a piece of shit. And somebody didn't... That happened a few blocks over. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. And he just parked it in front of the police station. Because if they're breaking into cars in front of the police station, get pretty brazen. We have to get a concealed weapons permit and just fucking go goddamn uh, falling down. They always put those police stations right at the, not always, but there are a few of them. There's one in Pasadena like that where was right when you get off the freeway. Yeah. So you're always making like a, that right on a red where you don't come to a complete stop. And right when you make it, you see there was a cop pulling out of the driveway the whole time. And you're like, oh, man. That's a scumbag move, though. I feel like around the police station... You know what I mean? It's like... Unless People are just burning out doing donuts because like, within this hundred yards of the police station, you're cool. Well, because that's got to be annoying for a guy because that's like just their hub. So they're like going places. And for them, like... Yeah, them, they're going to their little area. Them pulling out, they're like, I don't... It's not my job to stop this guy. You know what I mean? Especially, they got like a 24-hour ATM in the police station there. I thought I always thought that was weird. I didn't know that. In the police station, yeah. The one next to fourth wall, there's just, it just says 24-hour ATM. Guess in the lobby of the police station. It's a place to get station. your money because uh, my bank, I use 7-Elevens because that's where I don't get service charges. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's sketchy as hell getting your money out oh, of 7-Eleven. Yeah. yeah. Also, my bank just started. They just upped me. It was like $300 max withdrawal for like a couple years. You know? And then it was, it's was it been 400 for like eight years. And then now they're letting me take a grand out of the ATM. Oh, hell yeah. And I'm like, well, what threshold did I pass? You know what I mean? Like, it would have happened by now. You know what I mean? That they up... So I'm like, are they telling me to take more money out? Is the depression about to happen? Like, what's going on? What do you know that I don't know? They just want you to, yeah, take all your money, spend it all. Also, if somebody steals my debit card now, I kind of like that you can only take out $400. A grand, that's a hit, dude. Debit card, that's my money. Oh, it's no good. It's no good. Maybe I'll put all my money on my phone. Well, just like the don't World tell Economic Forum your password six nine six nine for your PIN number. And... Yeah, unfortunately, I lost my debit card one time. I used to do this on stage. Not, I'm not running bits, but the fucking lady. But here's a bit. The lady was. Uh, I went to change my card, and then I got a new card. Right? I was like, I lost mine. Give me a new one. She was like suspicious. I was like, It's my fucking card. I fucking lost. No, who cares? What? Maybe I just want another one. Like, who cancel the old one? Give me a new fucking card. You're the bank. And she, and then she was being just difficult. And then uh, she was like, "Do you ne- you need to put in a new pin?" I was like, "Can I use the same pin?" She's like, "She's like, I wouldn't." And I'm like, "Well, don't you? Aren't you canceling the old card? Like it doesn't matter. Like you'd have to have my new card and my new pin." And yeah, she was you'd like, "Have to get them both again." She was like, "Do you?" <laughs> she's like, "I would highly recommend you change your pin too." I'm like, "Did you steal my card? Like what? What's happening here? Why would it was you, wasn't it? <laughs> this is crazy." Yeah, but my bank is banks. Bank people are weird. I'd like. I actually like to just take some bank tellers to lunch and talk to them because it seems like a very strange job. My uncle Richard's always worked at a bank. He's been like a manager as long as I've been like alive, and that's weird. My bank is crazy. When I have to get a new debit card, basically, if I ever use my card out of state, they'll just cancel it immediately. I'm like, yeah, I'm just. I'm in Arizona. Yeah. I barely left California. Yeah, that happened to me last time I went to Australia. Is I literally was like, hey, you I'm going. went to Australia. You, no, but you can like do that thing. Where you give them a heads up. You give them a heads up, and they still shut me out. My bank, though, when they send me a new debit card, I get my debit card, and I don't get to choose my PIN at my bank. And I get my PIN five days later in a separate envelope, you know? 
So they're trying to they're trying to be safe, keep them separate. But it's uh, they should email it to me because it's really annoying just having this card. It is it is like hectic. But then you like at work, somebody st- stole my boss's credit card. Like they just ordered a replacement Amex, and this lady was just hanging out at the building for a couple of days waiting for the mail. And there's like tons of people in and out. You know what I mean? So it's like she wasn't suspicious or anything. She just kept looking for a specific piece of mail, like checking in with the receptionist. And she just stole. She just literally just like my boss is in the building. She took his credit card and like got a fake one and like ran up a bunch of charges. Damn. But it's like, yeah, it's for, oh, thank you, bank, for being such a fucking pain in the ass when I need a new debit card. But I don't know. There's a, there's a limit because it's like I, I'll bring in a like limit, my, yeah, my license, my fucking passport, like a bill. And they still won't give me certain shit. I'm like, what the fuck do you need? It's like, I'm I, at a certain point, it's like, if you're the, this much of a criminal, like, you're fuck. Is, is it Danny Ocean trying to get into my checking account that has fucking $1,200 into it? Yeah, that's just, well, basically, it's because of all those people, all those cool movies we've seen and documentaries about those <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah. That's the reason why we're like, I've just got, like, I've just got a little bit of money in yeah. there. Can we work it out? I've got the lowest level Wells Fargo. I'm not being targeted. When I was when I I've left Wells Fargo behind because I got when I was like nineteen or twenty I went to the bank one of those like I overdrafted a lot back then but this one I did not this was like this one definitely wasn't my fault it wasn't me so I went and argued with him and he starts going through my charges and what I've purchased what I bought and he's saying to me he's like some of these places these are bars. <laughs> I know these places, and you're not, and started kind of giving me, like, you're not 21. And I was like, what, I, this is my business, what I'm up to. That's, yeah, isn't there no, like, there's no, like, lawyer confidentiality with a banker? But he was, yeah, he was giving me shit, like, being like, yeah, I know these places, so what? Yeah, I like to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> what, you don't like, you don't like Josephine's, man? You is know? this a police station or a bank? Yeah, exactly. You fucking Am communist? I under arrest? <laughs> Am I under arrest? <laughs> lawyer, bitch. Yeah, I want to talk to my lawyer, dude. Also, it's the... Dude, I hate when the... It's my fucking money. Give me my money. Yeah, I know these places. Good for you. I Uh, had a date. Thank you. Yeah, you can check uh, two charges down. I also bought condoms. You want to (laughs) fucking keep invading my personal life? Then I just high-five the banker. You know I don't use condoms, baby. (laughs) Chick just falls over. Give me my $33 back, please. Um, all right, so... Yeah, what happened to this lady? That's it. She was arrested. They found meth in two glass pipes. Which two... Why do you have two pipes? Backup. They're made out of glass. <laughs> they break easily. Well, weed pipes for me last, on average, about six years. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah, but you're not shucking and jiving with... Yeah, I'm not living on, on the go. Yeah, they're they're really on the go with meth. And the rest of this article is just stolen car statistics. Blah, blah, blah. The FBI found 1.6 million, blah, blah, blah. Who gives a shit? She probably... Tell me more about that. Most of this article is just fucking Grand Theft Auto stats, not goddamn this riveting story about this meth lady. I bet you the meth lady, though, the second pipe, she just that was a pipe she had lost. Sure. And the cops just found it because they did a thorough search. Oh, tragic. Also, you know how, that how else... That's insane. Is that a wig? It's it's crazy. Do you know what's um, <laughs> funny? It's just all the other ways they could have caught her, because they like had to do like a, a a minor sting where the cops just hiding in a bush to see who gets in this fucking car that's clearly stolen. You could also just I don't know look around for a second and be like, oh, clearly her. Are you out of your mind? Well, it is court. Maybe go into they're, the courthouse and be like, hey, fair, is anybody like... here for a stolen car like right now? Actually, yeah, one lady. Look at that lady that clearly looks like she drives a stolen car to court. It's court, though. There'd be like nine of those ladies there. Oh, that's fair. Out of your goddamn mind. It is a wig. It's got to be. That's insane. That forehead's crazy. <laughs> it's like she put on a wig and it got pulled back a little too far. She looks like Xerxes. All right. What else you got? I have a hat. Or what do you want to? I've got a hats off for sure. Hats off. <laughs> hats off to you, sir. Here. My hat is off. Really amped on this one because well, I don't know. The Germans make nice things, you know, quality <laughs> work. Yeah. Um, I have some German heritage to me. Wunderbar. But so this guy in Germany, this one is this one I love because it's just 
It's like it was a it's a fuck you to everybody involved, whether you're pro vaccine, anti vaccine. Uh, this guy was selling COVID vaccine cards, legit ones with real numbers on them, and they worked. And he got caught because he was just getting vaccinated over and over <laughs> and over and over again. He got vaccinated ninety times. Oh, dude! <laughs> I love it because. For uh, for the anti-vaccine people who are like, oh, it's going to kill you, it's going to fuck you up. He's like, no, nah, I'm 60. I did it 90 times. It didn't do shit. No problem. <laughs> and then to the pro-vaccine people, they're devastated because he's running a scam yeah. to sell to people who want fake vax cards. It's great all around. Yeah, this guy's a triple threat. He, and then he just this got, guy's out there operating. And like any criminal, he got sloppy. He went to the same clinic two days in a row. And someone was like, what the hell, bro? Oh, no. There, there's no database? Like, I went with my chick to get hers, and she had to, like, sit in a CVS for 30 minutes, and they, like, ran a bunch of information. She had to fill out a clipboard. You know what I mean? Which I'm sure it's not as thorough, because I've seen plenty. Like, they were doing it at the Dodger game. They were just vaxxing people. <laughs> next yeah, to the fucking, come to the mezzanine over here. To the hot dogs. Hey, get yourself a Dodger dog and an experimental injection. I'm surprised they didn't even offer a free hot dog or a free soda with it or something. Yeah. There weren't any perks. No, early on there was because everybody was like, they were like, all right, let in the floodgates. And then like 30 people got vaccinated. And they're like, we'll give you $100. It started out with like raffles and then it was just turned into straight up bribes. <laughs> like uh fucking mcdonald's and krispy kreme it's like so there became like a i saw a website that like weighed like the pros and cons everything you could get like you type in your zip code and it's like all right if you got it here's all the free things you can get here's like a one-time thing and it just became like uh i don't know back when i first got my weed card and you just discovered first-time customers get free shit yeah so you so just you hit just... every dispensary you can and just <laughs> stock up on paraphernalia yeah, for all the bonuses <laughs> And then this guy, I guess, is doing the same thing. <laughs> He's like, I, I don't know. The Pfizer made me a little itchy. Let me go check out a little well, Moderna. Also, he got all three of them, too, which <laughs> makes it better. You would think he's just like, all right, I'm just going to stick with Johnson and Johnson. But he yeah. just got, he didn't. This guy, I want to meet, because this guy doesn't give a fuck. I would never do that. This guy's way tougher than us. I like that people still... It's like, I don't think that's science either. Where he's like, see, it's safe. No, it's like, no, and he's not even saying it. <laughs> he's, he's a dumb that's guy. Just, that's what I'm formulating. He's This isn't like a point or anything. <laughs> this this has... He's just he, making money. It won't release his name. There are no comments by this guy, but that's just... Uh, but they all have his name on it. Right? I get, They might let you fill them out yourself. They all... Because they all had unique numbers, so they yeah, can that's prove what I was thinking. with that's each weird. card. But uh, I don't know. I'll ask. You would think the doctor would fill out the vaccine cover. Maybe fill it out yourself. Honestly, try know. to find this guy and reach out to him. Yeah, because they've done many raids. Many COVID deniers refuse to get vaccinated. But at the same, want to have <laughs> the coveted COVID passports that make access to public life. Swimming pools, theaters. Oh man, now it's just talking about now there's danger in that one. Oh, now see, yeah, this yeah, these articles are lame where they start off hot with what's going on and now the last half of this article they're just talking about mass and what numbers are going up and down. Yeah. I'm not interested in the numbers right now. I'm interested in the history of this man who got vaccinated 90 times. Give me his wiki article. Like early life, early, you know, career and rise and then, you know, apex obviously and the the scheme of the century, but fucking Ocean's One over here. This guy just swindling the medical system. But also, it's like people see that it's like, hey, this should be like kind of a a sign. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. The people who who are gonna get it got it. Fucking chill out. And then because it's like there's clearly yeah, kind of there's clearly out a, as far as the converts and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's been two years. Fucking people are gonna go. I'm either on board, I'm tentative, and I'm just play it safe. You know what I mean? There's an entire spectrum. But now there's they're they're doing it's literally prohibition, but with vaccines. Where it's like you've driven it underground and there's clearly a market for this thing, but you're in like, nah, it's not God doesn't like you on the juice. And it's how the government's gonna pour it out in the street. Yeah. So these guys are fucking forcing us into the you know, forcing these people into the dark, darks, shadows. dark shadows. Not us. Of us. No. No, I'm fucking. I got Johnson and Johnson. I'm safe. 
I got Johnson. It says, or is that uh, one bad now? I forget. Well, actually, I think they say don't take Johnson and Johnson now. His name was not released due to German privacy laws. Yeah, I saw that, but I want to know yeah. about this guy. Don't okay. Don't tell me his name, but tell yeah, me about the Germans him. they gotta they gotta be careful on whose name they put on the list. They're very secretive. Yeah. They... <laughs> Yeah, this article just peters off into surge of infections. You uh, see a German guy with a list, dude. You call the police. <laughs> right away. And the picture of the article is just uh, just a pile of needles. <laughs> oh, and they're, it's in Germany, too, so they probably have other ones. Do they still just have like the same we have? Because there's like the Chinese vaccine. There's the Russian one. Yeah, they might. I think no there's a Brazilian one. The Brazilian vaccine. Yeah, dude, it just gives you a big fat ass and your pubes all fall out. <laughs> well, I just saw the <laughs> do- dope side effects. It just grows you fucking big fat tits and gives you a tan. <laughs> they just did some test trials on, like, I believe kids zero to three vaccination or not. And they gave some kids a placebo, some the real vaccine. And basically the results are... Uh, you can't really tell either way. There's like no difference at all. And some of the moms are upset because they were almost Jesus like hoping Christ. their kid would get sick. And then they would have, because if they yeah. get sick, then they have to tell them whether or not they gave them the real one or not. But as far as uh, unvaccinated or vaccinated, it's pretty much the same for, for zero to three at least. Yeah. Who to thunk, you know, who to thunk. That would be, I mean, and it's also one of the things you're not going to know for like 20 years. Yeah, I don't know how it works when you find out, but I know that yeah, you don't you don't know for X amount of time. Or I think if your kid gets COVID, then you then they have to tell you. you know? <laughs> Dude, then that's the jigs so... up. But it, in the article, they were talking about just parents were moms were upset because yeah. they wanted to. You think they're gonna look back like how like like shoe stores used to actually X-ray your foot? They would just blast you with radiation because it was like a marketing technique to sell shoes. Like there was tons of shit like that. Like in the science era of like post World War II. Yeah, I was just reading about that foot X-ray thing. I just learned about that. Like that's weird. You brought just randomly in a book. They started talking about it out nice. of nowhere. And yeah, I'm sounds... a bit of a psychic. Uh, man, you've got uh, you got empathy, man. Nope, <laughs> nope. I'm too smart to care. I'm a machine. Anyone ever called you an empath? I'm a robot with a before? with a big dock. Anyway, that uh, I'm glad I don't get my shoes done that way. <laughs> Although exact measurements would be nice. Yeah, but I don't even know what that would, you know? How that would help? Unless you're like a cobbler who's making you a pair from scratch. It was just pure marketing? Like, look at this. Yeah, yeah look, you got bones. Like, for me, it, it'll matter. Look how flat my feet are. Well, during like, that... Like, that makes a difference, but during it's like you're talking time, about cartilage, buddy. They really just... We're inventing a bunch of brand new stuff. It's yeah. like, all right, uh, shoes, x-rays, uh, frozen dinners now, eat in front of the TV. Yeah. It's like all this brand new stuff was just coming out during that time. Like everyone, like no one had TVs to everyone having TVs, weird yeah. dinners. Well, then it also, it coincides with like the whole... Um, new kitchen appliances. Like that wave of, of feminism in the era was like, hey, you can smoke, don't let him tell you. It's But it's just tobacco companies tricking you into being like... Oh shit! We're leaving money on the table by chicks not smoking. Yeah, what? So this they made it be a men thing. Yeah, and then women, I mean, take control of the finances, and then all of a sudden it's like uh, all the gadgets start. You know what I mean? Like outside of like the Save military time in the kitchen. Yeah, it's gadgets. all like household shit and like little things to make like I don't know. And I guess it was things. real progress. I mean, it yeah, took it's you real. five hours to make something, and then it cuts it down to two and a half, three. Yeah, but that first like five years of fucking microwaves when they call them science ovens. And there was no mesh, so like they would just turn on radiation and it would just blast throughout your house. Well, so much of that stuff seemed incredibly dangerous. Like they were just pitching, like, "Oh, it was just common to have a giant deep fryer for donuts in the morning." Yeah, like this. The just yeah, thinking about how stuff worked is insane. Like, oh, more or less the same stuff we have now, but just bulkier, heavier, more dangerous. Well, that's like I mean, there's that thing in the night, like the eighties or the nineties, where it was like a vacuum that cut your hair. You remember that thing? Yeah, they spoofed. They spoofed it in Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah. But the um, it was like a real like handheld thing, and like people try it. But like that's just like that's. I mean, an oven is an oven. You need a stove top. That's a range. That's an innovation. That's all clearly going to stick. And then like you get to like microwave. You're like, all right, the convenience outweighs like the weirdness. But like a lot of that shit doesn't stick around. You know what I mean? Like weird little. Well, they sell them on infomercials and stuff. Yeah, and some too. people might have shit. Like I knew a chick growing up; her dad, her mom had a fucking uh, tanning bed in their bedroom. 
big ass bedroom, and on one end was a fucking tanning booth. Yeah, my I I knew this girl and her uncle. Where do you even buy her one? Uncle had a tanning bed in his room, and he lived in like the shitty apartment in like Carson. Yeah, that's and sick. so it was like it was just like his yeah. bedroom. And then a tanning bed, and it was a huge secret. I remember she was like, don't say you saw it. You're not supposed to know. What I, 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 this guy was vain about his fucking tan. I forgot tan. about this guy. This guy was In Southern nuts, California? Man. We, dude. Just go outside. We were going to, he went to a wedding in Mexico. All right. And he didn't, he was super nutty with the conspiracy. I don't know if, if what it was, but. He didn't trust going into Mexico. He didn't want anyone knowing that he was going into Mexico. So he said that he basically just swam from like a point of San Diego. He was really good. He was a surfer his whole life, like fins and everything, and swam to to shore and had his brother bring all his stuff across. And what was his reasoning? I don't remember. Just not wanting to be documented or seen. So he decides to take like a SEAL team approach. Yeah, and it, the, he had a tanning bed. You just, you're just a family on a beach in Mexico, and you're just like having fun. Like your dad's blowing up the beach balls, kids digging holes, and you just see this guy do like the slow rise out of the water. <laughs> With the all black. <laughs> he has kelp dangling off his forehead. <laughs> I completely forgot about He takes this out guy. the whole platoon with a fucking hatchet. Man, I only met him a few times, but. <laughs> He was the yeah, kind of I like I like nutty people, but he was the kind I didn't want to get to know, you know, because I it was, and he was a big like surfer MMA guy, like super into. Oh, so he's arts fucking training. Anthony Kiedis from Point Break, just smaller, yeah, <laughs> nice, thicker, shorter, yeah. Um, how we doing on time? Yeah, that's it for that one. I'm just yeah, no, sorry, I was excited that guy got that many vaccinations. Just uh, to piss all sides. I like when someone is able to get everyone riled up. But it didn't they wrote a bunch Cool, thank you. They wrote a bunch of articles about it, but uh But that's also such there a there wasn't a big coverage really. That's a hilarious he's he also has a good case for both sides. He's like, see, it's not dangerous. It's just like and then on the other side. He's like, look, it's a scam. There's no oversight. Yeah, it's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. You can do whatever you want. And people are buying these things the fuck up. And then the other side, he's like, and they're not dangerous. You should. You guys could both use me as ammo. Whoever's and that's an, that's another. Whoever's got the most fucking euros, step up to the plate and let him be your fucking narrative guy. He's got the spotlight. He can be your fucking bagel boss. <laughs> he's got his fifteen minutes. See what you can get out of him. Make some t-shirts. Um, R.I.P. Bagel boss. R.I.P. You ready for the next segment? Oh, yeah. Get ready. It is now time for Turkmenistan News Update. What the fuck's up? So I believe you mentioned this on a past episode, but I wanted to give it its full due. Um, Turkmenistan, we got a new leader. Oh, yeah, yeah. The son of the dentist. So this is their third president. The second was his father, and uh, the guy before him, who was, I think, 1992 or some shit. Uh, So he's the third president in this country's fucking history, and his dad became the president because he was the first president's dentist, and he just liked him a lot. And now... What? Yeah, Gerbangs. Was just the dentist. That's why he's the Blanco Bronco. He just loves white. He's just a creepy dentist guy who made what everybody is drive. Up with dentists. I mean, it fucking rules. Because, well, we know about that Segway dentist guy, but Seppi in that famous Mexican clown, yeah. he started out as a dentist. Really? He started doing clown stuff because the kids were so terrified of the dentistry, and then somehow that turned into a career <laughs> in movies and TV shows. But anyway, oh, he, I wow. So now it's the son of the dentist. So, he's got a weird one. So it's Gerbang's son. Yeah, is the new president. Yeah. Oh, which we're, he... we're still in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I no. didn't even. I didn't know that was his son. No, we're still friends of the regime. Oh, we're still big fans. Geez. You know, invite right. us well, out. I'm getting my suit pressed then. Because I, I was putting in the back of the closet. <laughs> Your all white suit. Yeah. I think. Uh, well, first of all, I was thinking about the devil hole there because they were talking about covering the devil hole. Or, like, filling it in or whatever. But I think what they should do is just put, like, a dome over it or something. You know what I mean? Just make it exclusive. Because can you think of a cooler, like, 
Vin Diesel triple X moment. Then you're like in, driving out to the middle of the desert in Turkmenistan. Then you go into this club where there's like lasers and everything. It's just in the middle is this giant hole to the underworld. Be unreal. Dudes are the wearing fights like, all around the perimeter would be oh insane. yeah, insane. A bunch of like crop top men in fur coats, like you know what I'm talking about, like short f- giant fur coats with like uh, sick glasses, and they're just playing like Euro trash tech now. Yeah, and they just have weird takes on mohawks yeah yeah dudes with fucking like fishnet shirts maybe your buddy will be there the fucking (laughs) this the mexico swimmer um but anyway it's not over we're still we still got friends on the inside we still understand the channels of power over there in turkmenistan still fans of the regime because you know what i mean it's all relative it's a harsh part of the world this guy's running shit sirdar yeah it just sucks up sirds i'm glad we're still in the family because it sucks when you lose like when Hugh Hefner died and we couldn't go to the Playboy Mansion anymore. Yeah. We made all those inroads and, and nothing. Uh, so he, basic stuff. What I like is he's not one of these guys. All, all these world leaders, they send their kids to like Europe or like Harvard and shit to like go to school. Yeah. He studied at the University of Ashgabat, the capital of Turkmenistan. Nice. Home, yeah. Hometown boy. Yeah. I mean, what else do you need to know? You're in line for the fucking throne, dude? What are you going to learn in boarding school in England? Also, I've always wanted that. Like, could you imagine, like, being a king in, like, the Middle Ages? You know what I mean? Post-Roman era, but it's just, like, you're just being groomed. It's like, oh, you're next in the line. So it's like, make sure you get your studies, and part of your studies is, like, sword fighting class. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just king class, your whole, like, upbringing, because you need to be, like, prepared for this responsibility. King school. Yeah, dude. You never, you never dreamt about king school? No, I never dreamt about King's school. Your whole day is just you just wrestle with your boys, and then you, like, do math with, like, a philosopher guy. Yeah, I guess you're kind of alone, though, because isn't your only friend just, like, the poor boy who gets your sword? And so you're, you're best friends, but you still beat the fuck out of him. No, like, you, you get, like, like, royal courts. Like, back in the day, like, like, 500 people lived in the castle. That was, like, your court. So it was, like, this whole intersocial thing. So like, I just mean as far as school. Are they letting other kids go to king's school with them? Yeah, that's them what I'm saying. Because alongside... no, you also need, like, future diplomats. King doesn't run the country by himself. You know what I mean? And some of those people become, like, the cardinals. And Yeah, like... I guess the king would maybe be more like the, uh, like the retarded kids in school who would take some of the normal classes. Yeah. And then they just <clears> get pulled out. for. He would probably have some private king sessions. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But, then, but overall, it's like... Uh... You're, you know what I mean? You're like, um, what is it? I'm trying to, f- what's the analogy? I mean, like, I guess I don't have one, but there's like, you think of like dukes and earls and shit. You know what I mean? Yes. Like the current, the current king of, or fucking queen of England. You know what I mean? At one point she was in school. Like who's at her school? It's like the top school. And it's all like the kids of like earls and fucking duchesses and shit. <laughs> but all their, all their friends. Yeah, and the but they don't teach sword fighting anymore. But that's more my fantasy. Um, so uh, he went to the military from there for a couple years. Uh, said he was in the military for a couple years, but the newest shit says he's a colonel, which is also just rad. Those those fucking Central Asian generals. That happens in like Southeast Asia too, or like South America, Africa. Where the guy's like 28 and he just has more medals like than he can carry on his body. It's like he's wearing a fucking weight vest. Uh, Those ones are always crazy, too, because you're like, oh, man, what are they up to over there? He has all these medals. I haven't heard about any of it. I want to hear his war stories. His promotion to colonel was uh, uh, broadcast on TV, on national television. So usually that means like they just took over every channel. Which I can't imagine they have many to begin with. Probably a lot of Russian TV, shit like Chinese TV, whatever. I don't know. But then, but then he, uh, they they won't. They asked. I guess somebody asked, and they won't disclose which branch of the military he's in. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's his official uh, title. I, don't, I don't title, like the secrecy over there. His official title prior to being the, uh, which I want in a president. Really, I think it's something we should import. Is uh. His title, obviously now he's commander-in-chief over there, but before that he was Defender of Homeland Turkmenistan. Ooh. That's a title. That's a coveted title. <laughs> Tell me about it, dude. Just taking heads. Defender. If, yeah, I need to get Defender worked into whatever title I have now. Yeah, as long as it's not one of those 14 words from the Aryan Brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's about it. I mean, his career just started. 
He's in the salad days. I'm sure it's hectic, but reach out if you need a laugh. What did you say? He's 27? Sirdar? Oh, no, no. He went to college in 2001, so let's see oh. how old he is. Um, where's his fucking birthday? He's 40. All right. So he's got a long reign, too, if he wants it. Cause that I, is. That's, that's a pretty prime age. He probably just got to get all this crazy stuff out of his system, you know, Yeah, and who knows? Thing. 40 is a good time to chill out. Don't he look like a good boy? Yeah. He doesn't look like those sheiks that, like, make you put stuff in your butt. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have that where they look normal, but then just they have just one dark eye that you can see <laughs> evil, evil radiate off of. Yeah, exactly what I was thinking. But he's 40. He could be their JFK. Maybe he opens them up to the world. Wow. Let's him drive different colored cars. You know what I mean? Light gray. <laughs> like ebony or alabaster. That'd be so funny if Eggshell. he hated his dad and he just starts color putting, making everything super colorful. He's just dancing around the Capitol with like a police escort, but he's just doing the Jack Nicholson Joker thing where he's ruining the museum. <laughs> just splashing paint on stuff and dancing to Prince. <laughs> but he's promising, man. He just, he just started out. So we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And also, it's one of those countries where it's like they have elections, so it's like there are term limits, but... Basically, it's like, ah, he won like 78% of the vote. You know what I mean? Where it's like they give you just enough to where it's like, hey, look. Because like, I think it was like Venezuela, the last election, the guy won like 98%. It's like, hey, guys, fudge the numbers a little. Yeah, can we make this? 98% of people voted for you. For the people who didn't vote for you, let them think that. Exactly. You want what we have in America, this illusion of uh, some type of system going on. Um, What do you got? Shout out. Sirdar. Got a hats off. Hats off. Hats off to you, sir. This is a hats off to a little little stewardess, flight attendant, whatever they call you nowadays. Angel of the sky. Sky, coffee, poor, seatbelt lady. Or gay man. Space barista. Space barista, yeah. <laughs> hey, space barista. Hey, plain bitch. That's off to you. <laughs> hey, yo, plain bitch. You imagine a guy sitting in his seat just going, hey, 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 plain bitch, I want a Coke. This guy, this might have happened. This guy got crazy. This 50-year-old 50, 50 named Juan just got crazy from L.A., to DC. No shit. Hope it's I not think Juan he was calling work. her plain bitch. Actually, no. <laughs> so he just got up out of his seat, was trying to bust into the cockpit, then was trying to open the emergency <laughs> door. Uh, he grabbed a plastic knife, holding it like a shank in his shirt sleeve. Okay. Plastic knife, though. What the hell? Grabbed a small champagne bottle by the neck, tried to, you know, break it on the bar move. It wouldn't break. Threw the service card at a lady, uh, just shoving that thing. I guess it's okay. Where was pounds. he? Go- where was he flying? From L.A. to Washington State, D.C. Huh. And then weird. That's a very odd flight for somebody who's just gonna flip out, isn't it? I don't know. And how far you, into the flight? Can flip out. That's a decent flight. That's a. I know, but that four seems four hours into four and a half hours. Probably. Most flights leaving LA are going to like hubs. You know what I mean, like Dallas or Florida. You know what I, they're. What's wrong with DC? Vegas. It's like the reason I just got cheap ass tickets to Sacramento because the people who fly to Sacramento are like going there for Everyone like business. Everyone flies to DC though. It's like nation's capital. They want to see stuff. I know, but I doubt this. The guy was like that's flipping out, trying to break bottles and throwing surface carts at people. Isn't like I can't wait to see the Lincoln Monument. <laughs> well, let's look into this guy. See what his deal is. All right. You're just saying there's some nefarious stuff going on? I don't know what's going on. I'm wondering why this guy that's, like, I'm picturing a bunch of people in, like, blazers or, like, a bunch of eighth graders going on a school trip. That's who goes to D.C. Not a guy who's about that's to who, lose his fucking mind. That's who beat him down. But Maybe uh, he's a Manchurian candidate, now that you, you made me question. There's video. Oh, no, that, there's, yeah, he's all duct taped down eventually. <laughs> but he's trying to open the emergency door, and this is why I tapped off to the flight attendant. One of my favorite moves, it always plays well in movies and TV shows, 
grabs a coffee pot, smashes him in the Oh, head. absolutely classic. <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh, god damn. Here, wait. She gets one, too. But I wonder if it was glass. I imagine it was probably, you know, it probably wasn't. No, it no, I imagine. one of the carafe styles yeah, it's a to carafe. keep it hot. But that's cool, because that would leave a dent in the side of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, glass is obviously better. But she hit him twice with it. And this is what I like about the story, too, for the passengers. Then several passengers, including an off-duty cop, which is what he's waiting for his uh, whole life, just jumps uh, in. One guy punched the Revis guy in the jaw while another pulled him to the floor. Then they zip-tied him and duct tape. Oh, what are the, thank God there was an off-duty cop Then they cop landed the in plane. Kansas City. Because they don't put marshals on planes anymore, I don't think. Kansas City, where the FBI was waiting. Oh, they got a big FBI in Kansas. One charge of intimidating a flight attendant. What I like about this, too, is American Airlines' statement said, we're grateful to the crew members who are consistently dedicated to the safety and the care, blah, blah, blah. Handled the circumstances with the utmost skill and professionalism. She bonked a guy. Is it professional to smash a guy in the head with a coffee Oh, by pot? skills? Do you mean karate skills? Yeah, don't you think she should have used her customer service voice and de-escalated the situation also hey no one's asking this why was this guy flipping out i don't know was was he just having a panic attack he'd never flown before violent behavior must stop (coughs) we'll continue to work with the government to ensure that flight disruptors are prosecuted to the full extent of the law what a boring response and that bums me out because that means i mean i'll vape on a pen and i'll get a stiffer penalty just because people like this they mentioned they mentioned the vapors in here uh oh the article just how unruly passengers have increased since 2021 when covid started 1594 incidents of passengers refusing to wear a mask in 2021 alone 1500 108 were asked to leave the flight 21 fines handed out dude that's not bad at all for the amount of people that fly every day and then passenger, in, not bad at all, passenger incidents range from vaping on board to pretending Boo. to sneeze on fellow passengers to physically assaulting the airline crew. Yeah, see, there's a clear line in there. One is a guy just ripping a yeah, vape. Yeah, let's not have uh, hitting your jewel pen in the bathroom yeah. be on the same level as trying to open the emergency <laughs> door. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking, it's, that's ludicrous. That's the thing of, you know, they put Louie between like Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey on like the magazine covers. <laughs> it's like, hey guys, different things. That one's insane just because of, you know, he's coming up a lot because he just won the, he just won a Grammy, but, so, <gasps> but everyone's saying like in the things, and he did that to women without their consent. And every girl is like, no, he asked. Yeah. We, just, we felt uncomfortable, <laughs> didn't respond well. We wish we would have said no. But, you know, when you're in those... It was one of those, so it's like, yeah. he did technically ask. <laughs> All right. Um, fucking Juan. Get but, it together, buddy. I want that to happen on a flight, though. Because that's cool when you're on a flight and maybe you're all grumpy. Like, oh, my flight got delayed. And now this happens. And then you just get to bond with the flight attendant and an off-duty cop. Mm-hmm. You know, because I would like to jump in the mix of someone yeah. getting bonked in the head on an airplane. Yeah. Especially if he was being a dick. Imagine if that same guy, like, accidentally, like, elbowed your lady or something right before that. Like, going, oh, man. That's just a great bonding moment on a plane. Then, you know, you know, you know, everyone's cheering. You know, when you, like, land in Vegas and mm-hmm. everyone starts cheering. But this is, we fucked up this Juan guy. <laughs> <laughs> For trying to take away our oxygen. Dude, my anxiety would go through the fucking roof, though. If I'm just sitting there and a guy starts flipping out. Yeah. But it's on a plane. It's special circumstance. Like, I think I'm going to be much quicker to interject. You know what I mean? Well, it's just one of those. Because it's like, it's in public. You're like, all right, whatever. Like, somebody's bothering somebody. You know what I mean? There's there's a line and you're not going to, like, it's other people's business. The amount of times you see just, like, a guy yelling at his girlfriend, you're like, been there, not going to insert myself unless he hits her. But then if, if a guy even like sneezes too loud on a plane, I'm like, sir, stay away from the emergency exit. Yeah, I do. I definitely have moments where uh, I'm looking around like, oh, really? No one's going to do anything here, huh? But I usually I'll base my uh, 
It's something totally mundane. Like You're like, I guess I got to be a based hero. Based on who's in the room. Like, if there's someone, like, <laughs> bigger and looks tougher than me, yeah. I'm going to give, you know, it seems like he'll go Sir, for Sir, you it. have carte blanche. If, if I look around and everyone else is pussies and I'm the manliest one there, I'm like, well, I guess I got to take care of it right now. Get over here, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if I'm the manliest one, I got to handle it. I guess I'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> Slap him. But he ain't fucking Chris Rock. He's going to hit you back. Yeah, leave me alone on planes. What I put in my own lungs is my business. All right, I think that's a wrap, right? That's a wrap. Tried to open the plane like a can of tuna. You son of a bitch. That's it for this episode. (laughs) One of the running jokes me and my buddy Anthony have was fucking, it was uh, snakes on Air Force One. (laughs) It's just Harrison Ford for an hour and a half grabbing each individual snake. And going, get off my plane, <laughs> throwing it, get off my plane, just oh, one at a time. And it's just an hour and a half. And one of this, the last snake is Gary Oldsman. <laughs> oh, the snakes talk? No, but who knows? It's just, sure, now they do, yeah. Right. Yeah, snakes talk. They're slithering. If you want to just keep adding shit to my fucking 20 year long running joke. God damn it. God damn it. Episode 157. We got a... What? We got uh, another one coming up. We got other things in the work. We might be going back on video with Hogo. Huh? Huh? But, uh... um, Where are we at? I guess just HogoPod. At HogoPod. Comments, questions, suggestions, good old-fashioned hate mail goes to at Robot Spencer, as well as the dick pics. And I then, get those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't shared any. Which makes me think you guys aren't sending them, or <laughs> Spencer's a greedy boy. Um, but anyway, at Hogopod, I'm at Mitchell Phillips. That's at Robot Spencer Production Team at Beam Jeremy. We love you. Bye.